I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. A post. And I don't know why I can't just look at my computer screen and then type directly from there. I just can't. So anyways, that was all to say that I'm going to talk about everything we spent money on in May. And if you want to see the full breakdown of every single dollar that we spent, that is a post on Instagram today. And you should also like it and leave a comment and tell the algorithm gods that you, that you want to see more. The Instagram algorithm is, it honestly does feel like you're just praying to the gods <laughs> because sometimes... It's like, oh, where did all these people come from? This is great. And then sometimes you're like, wait, I'm trying really hard. And it feels like literally no one is seeing any of this. So it's a weird thing. Anyways. All right. Here's what happened in May. It was like a, like all months, it was a very typical month, except the couple things that were weird. And I know that that's every month, but there were three things that were kind of weird, but otherwise it was like a pretty typical, not that exciting month from, for the most part, our savings rate ended up being 30%. It was like 30.4, I think that it would have been higher except there were three random things and all three were about a thousand dollars. So here are the three things. Thing number one, it's almost summer. The weather is getting nice. And I spent about a thousand dollars. Well, $1,100 total sprucing up the backyard and the back deck to make it a nice place to sit and hang out. So I bought four new Adirondack chairs and the last two summers I've bought really cheap, like 20 or $30 Adirondack chairs. And then I don't put them away in the winter. They just sit out and then eventually they crack and they don't last very long. Like the really cheap, you know, the ones that they sell out in front of the grocery store, those ones. <laughs> so this year I instead invested, I, the recommendation I got over and over again was to buy Pollywood, which is like a super, super hard and sturdy plastic made out of recycled plastics. And I got some chairs from Costco and they were only $139 each, which is amazing. Cause I saw some on Pollywood's website that were like $300. So I felt really good about that. But I bought four Adirondack chairs and then some new pillows to go on them and a new outdoor rug to put everything on and oh some new ottomans like little outdoor poofs to put my feet up on from target that are really cute and that i like and then i also spent about a hundred dollars on plants on some petunias petunias are just kind of easy to keep alive (laughs) so i bought a bunch of petunias and we've got some little beds outside and I put that in and I wasn't sure where to categorize outdoor furniture because I have a lawn and yard category in the budget. So I put the flowers there, but I put all the chairs and pillows in the rug under home furnishings. I think you could go either way, but that's what felt right. Like in my heart, that's what felt right. So that's what I did. All right. That's thing number one. Thing number two, medical expenses. I always forget about them because they don't feel like spending. And I know that maybe that sounds silly. What I mean by that is it's not like I go out and make a choice to spend money on medical expenses. Everything else, I made a choice to buy this house or to have pets or to purchase clothing or to buy a car or to spend money on my yard or even electricity. Like I know I don't choose to need electricity, but I choose where to set my thermostat and whether I remember to turn the lights off 
And so it feels like a place I don't have control over. And sometimes spending on healthcare feels less like spending and more like a tax. And actually, I've mentioned this before. When I am calculating like my pre-tax and post-tax income and my pre-tax and post-tax savings rate, the deductions for medical expenses, I just lump them in with taxes because I'm like, actually taxes should pay for health insurance anyways. And it just makes my life slightly easier. Also, my premiums, I'm super lucky, are really, really low. So it doesn't make a big difference either way. But it feels like anything you spend on your health, health insurance costs, having to pay to go to the doctor, like it doesn't feel like spending. It feels it feels like a tax. It doesn't feel like it's something you have control over. Anyways, we spent between the two of us $1,086 on medical expenses this month. Nothing like major, two physical therapy visits, some diagnostic tests, and then I ordered contact, contact lenses. I post about this on Instagram stories and I accidentally wrote context lenses. <laughs> And someone messaged me and was like, that would be amazing. What if you could get contact lenses? And that made me laugh, but contact lenses, they're so expensive, but, uh, but you know, I need them to see. Okay. So thing number one was all the outdoor furnishings and plants. Thing number two was medical expenses. And then the third thing. So we went out on a vacation. Well, we went to a wedding and then we stuck around and hung out in New Orleans for a couple of days and we spent a total. So in my budget, this is down is $1,954, but that's not how much it actually was because we actually only spent $954, but we got a thousand dollars in cash out and we used some of that for tipping, but definitely not a thousand dollars worth. Now the rest of that $1,000 is just sitting in a drawer. And I just, I kind of like redeposited it or tracked it better. And I just decided to throw it into the vacation category and not worry about it. So we might use that cash or something else one day and it'll just go untracked, but that's something I'm willing to live with. I always want to get cash before I go on vacation because I always want to have cash to tip like the person who's driving the shuttle to the rental car place or the guy at the hotel who helps you get your bags out of the car, that kind of thing. Anyways, we only spent $954 over a couple days in New Orleans and that was mostly going around and uh, going out to eat and taking occasional lifts places. The hotel we didn't have to pay for because we used credit card points. I opened a hotel credit card a couple months ago and had three free nights to use. So we used that and we were super lucky that family paid for our hotel tell for a couple nights at the wedding. So that was super lucky. Anyways, so those three things together, or $1,100 on home furnishings, $1,086 on medical, and then $1,954 on vacation. That's like $4,000. That's almost half of what we spent total. So I share our total, what we spent total for the month was $8,961. And if you take those three things away, that would literally be half. And when I say total, it's without our mortgage payment, which I just don't share because that way I can share everything else and percentages and whatnot. Because if I also shared our mortgage. One, our mortgage is really high and I don't want people to know how much I spent on my house. And two, if I shared that too, and then I was like, here's our savings percentage, then you'd be able to work backwards and know our exact salary, which I just, you know, I'm just not comfortable with. I don't mind people knowing a ballpark. I've said this before. Uh, We both make enough that we will be over the social security taxable maximum, but we haven't hit it yet. So I've also shared, someone uh, said this to me and I can't remember who it was, but uh, my salary is kind of like my weight. Like I'm okay if people know a ballpark, but I don't really want people to know the exact number. I don't even know the exact number. I do know the exact number of my salary. I haven't weighed myself in a long time on purpose because I grew up in the nineties when, and early two thousands when I feel like diet culture was at its absolute worst. And it's just not healthy for me to think about the number on the scale too hard. 
sends me to bad places. Makes me obsess a little bit about food and calories and things I just don't need to spend quite that much time on. Okay, so those are my three big things. I also I always think like the most interesting about other people spending is food. So I'll give you a breakdown on food. Total for two people, everything, everything, restaurants, groceries, etc. We spent $1,459 on food. Our grocery bill was so high. It was $1,022. We made a trip to Costco. That always sends it up. And I don't know. I feel like we just went to the grocery store a lot. I was looking at the breakdown. Like we just went eight or nine times. So there was a lot of groceries. Takeout was $182. Went and got ice cream a couple times. I think I went to McDonald's twice. I like to go to McDonald's when I have to drive to work. My drive to work is 40, 45 minutes. And so getting McDonald's on the way is like my treat for commuting. And I get an Egg McMuffin with no meat, a hash brown. And it's so good. And it makes me so happy. Let's see what else. Uh, so for takeout, we went out for ice cream a couple times. I went to McDonald's twice. Oh, the farmer's markets are back up and running. So I like to go to the and we get food from the food trucks, that kind of thing. Okay, restaurants was $108. That doesn't include tons of eating out while we were in New Orleans, which of course is included in my vacation budget. Alcohol was $104. And then coffee, like coffee from coffee shops was $42. So food was a total of $1,459, which always seems really high to me, but then that also just feels normal. Like I don't think that we... I don't look at anything that we do and it doesn't feel exorbitant to me. So I don't know. Sometimes I stress about it. Sometimes I don't. Okay. What else is going on? What else was interesting in May? Oh, we spent $610 on concert tickets, which was cool. Uh, we went to one show and just like the day before kind of looked online and found some very cheap tickets, probably someone who bought tickets and was just trying to like get rid of them because they couldn't go. So like we got them at a really steep discount, which was great. And then bought some tickets to another show coming up later this summer that I was really excited about. And then, okay, here's a funny moment. So we sit down and do like a money date once a month, which is basically one of us pulls up YNAB or the You Need a Budget app. And then the other person has a spreadsheet and the first person will read off the total like, okay, groceries, 1022 restaurants 108 and then we type it into the spreadsheet right and so we got to the line item for car payment and i was like uh $9000 <laughs> so we bought a new car in april and i don't know why this is like this but we don't actually have a first car payment due until june but i'm really wanting to pay this thing off just as quickly as possible and so i got like my tax return and then i had some other cash and so i ended up putting $9100 <laughs> towards this loan just because I'm wanting to pay it down quickly. And so I I don't know, I was kind of feeling torn. Like, should I put $9,000 in as what my quote unquote car payment was for this month? That 30% savings rate, by the way, did not include the $9,000. Obviously my 8,900 total for the month did not include the $9,000. If I did include the $9,100 car payment, my savings rate would be negative. I don't know. I'm having a hard time understanding how to fit this into my normal tracking. Like it feels like cheating to not count it, but it just feels silly to say we had a negative savings rate because I decided to take some money out of cash savings and put it towards this car loan. I don't know. The whole thing just feels, I've just been calculating it both ways and looking at it multiple ways. And you know, there's no personal finance police. So I also didn't calculate into that savings rate. My tax return got paid out. And so I could have counted that in and then my savings rate would have been higher. But honestly, I was just lazy. This whole thing is taking a while. I I need to look at my whole routine because between paying all the information, and putting it into, I update this, my wealth diary tracker I have, I update my own spreadsheet, I update this others. Actually, 
I have three different spreadsheets. I could just combine them into one and have them on different tabs, but I don't. I update my wealth diary. I update, I have like this annual sort of summary view. The My wealth diary one has one, one that's similar, but it's just not exactly the same as the one I've been using for years and years and years. So I keep that separate. And then I also have this sort of other scratch tab sheet that I use to calculate our savings rate, even though my wealth diary also does it, but it just doesn't do it the way that I do it. <laughs> so, and then I also have this like progress this net worth progress sheet that I update that shows over the last several years, each month, what our net worth is and how it's gone up and down and what the trend line is and like kind of what the forecast is for when we'll hit our financial independence number. So the whole thing, it kind of takes like a whole afternoon because, because then I also make a podcast about it and then I make an Instagram post about it. And sometimes I make a blog post about it and the whole thing kind of takes a while, which is all to say, that's why I didn't calculate how it would have been different if I added my tax refund in because I'm just running out, I'm running out of steam over here. <laughs> so I gotta get my life together. Okay. So that's what's going on with the car my $9,100 car payment. I did look at this month's electric bill versus that last month's electric bill. And the electric bill for May was about $30 higher than our bill for last year. And we were usually spending like $50 a month on gas. So that's, you know, a $20 savings, which of course does not make up for the expensive car or the more expensive car insurance, but it's, it's interesting. We just got a level two charger installed. And so that's nice because it charges so much faster. We won't have to just have the car plugged in all the time. We can schedule it to charge overnight when the electric rates are a little bit cheaper. So that's exciting. And then I just mentioned our more expensive car insurance. For some reason, maybe because I updated it, we didn't get billed anything in June. Like it must be the kind of thing where we paid. I'm sorry, I said June, I meant May. It must be the kind of thing where we got, where we got billed like the last day of April and then the next bill is going to be in the first couple days of June or something, but nothing got charged to my credit card for May. So I'm not mad about it. I'm also waiting on a bill from our lawn care service. We finally hired one this year after trying to manage it ourselves the last two years. And it's just so much work and I don't like doing it. So I want to pay someone else to do it. And they've been coming, but they haven't been invoicing us. So I'm kind of nervous (laughs) that we're going to get to the end of the summer or the end of the season, whatever. I don't even know how these things work. And we're going to get this giant bill, but I guess I'm okay with not having to pay anything yet. I don't know. Being an adult is hard. Having a house is hard. Everything's so expensive. Everything's so expensive. Okay, that was it. I hope your May was good. And if it wasn't, I hope that June is better. Thank you for listening. I did an, a poll on Instagram stories about monthly recaps. And I was like, what do you prefer? A podcast or a blog post or an Instagram post? And Instagram post was like far and away the winner. And podcast was like far and away the loser. But it's the easiest because I just look down at my notes and just talk and I don't have to format anything or make anything. And so I also think... I also like it because you get nuance, right? Like, well, here's how I felt about this, or it's just, it's just easy to add a lot of context and a lot of nuance. But I mean, it didn't take me that long to make an Instagram post. So I did that too. I got to figure out how to, I got to figure out how to do one quickly. There needs to be, you know how there's like chat GPT for making, can, can, words, <laughs> chat GPT can generate text and there's other tools that can generate images. I need something that I can be like, here, log into my YNAB and then generate an Instagram post for me. That would be great. It'd be so great. I'm going to go invent that and then I will pay you money to use it. Okay. Okay. Thank you, friends. I will be back on Thursday with a mixed drinks episode. If if you haven't left a review or shared this with a friend, I mean, that'd be a great thing to do. I would appreciate that a lot. Um, Or not, you know, you got a lot of things you're trying to get done today. So I'm not trying to be one more thing on your to-do list, but you know, if you think about it, that'd be nice. Thanks so much. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, you have a couple options. You could just enjoy that satisfaction quietly and privately. 
keep it to yourself. But, and just an idea, you could also share this with someone else who you think would like it. Just a thought, you do you.